Hey everyone, and welcome to the Autopicocene. My name is Neva, I am your host, and this is a place where I ramble about all things mental health, along with how being a second generation immigrant affects it. My intention is to be your big sister of sorts and help you navigate whatever it is that you might be going through without the stigma as a person who's faced a lot of it in the past, along with give you the tools that you need to face whatever that is. Whether you be Muslim, Arab, neither or both, thank you for listening and welcome to the Autopicocene. Hey everyone, I hope you're doing well, and if you don't know how you're doing, please take a second to ask yourself. Hopefully you are feeling in a state of calm and peace, especially considering that this episode can be a little heavy. I know that it could have definitely been for me had it been like two years ago when I was recording this. Thankfully, I've come a long way since all these experiences, but for those of you who are still going through it and are currently going through it, I feel you. It's so hard. It's so hard dealing with friendship breakups or toxic friends or anything along those lines. So first of all, I would just like to say thank you. And if you're going through it, I'm praying for you. But for starters, I am just going to kind of explain the beginnings of the first experiences that I've ever had with a friendship. And that was back in elementary school, back in like grade one to grade six, seven. I was friends with this girl, we were family friends, and we were pretty close, as close as a child could be with another kid, and uh, it was such a weird friendship. We'd be on and off, like, so often, every year. It was like, this summer we'd be friends, and next summer we wouldn't be friends, and it was just really weird, and it was very uncertain all the time, and it kind of created this, like, idea in my head of what a friendship is despite that not at all being what a friendship should be, but it kind of just created this insecurity around just how I thought about friends in general, especially when she kind of made me feel like I wasn't worthy of being her friend because she was the popular girl and I wasn't the popular girl. And then she left me from other girls and then I'd be left crying my eyes out at recess for no apparent reason just because I wasn't hanging out with them and I had nobody to hang out with. Yeah, it's happened. My crush saw me crying. Let's not even go there. But (laughs) anyways... To sort of give you the rundown of the next experience that I had with friendships, it was a very complicated situation. There was so much drama and beef and just uh, so much immaturity that went into it when I think about it. So to put it simply, me and this girl, I'm going to call her Bella. We ended up being the only people out of a very large friend group to stay friends or at least not be kind of consumed by the drama that happened and there was a lot of drama that happened because I was introduced to this friend group and one girl didn't like that I was friends with her friends and no judgment to that girl now we are literally friends now like (laughs) there is no there's no bad blood between us but back then she didn't like me and I had nothing against her but you know If someone doesn't like you and they're trying to sabotage your relationship, you kind of have negative thoughts towards them. But moving on, she didn't like me. And as a result, I lost some friends and I gained some friends, people who stuck by me. And I thought that that people, the person, Bella, who did stay. Wow, can I speak? Apparently not. (laughs) I thought that Bella, since she stuck by me the first time, I thought that 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 was going to be the case for the rest of our time as friends. That was not the case. A little into grade nine, there was a new person introduced to our friendship group. And my relationship with Bella, to give you a little bit of 
detail, we our friendship only went so far as to what we could talk about. We had awkward silences. There was never a point in our relationship because some people, like my best friend now, Samaya, if you're listening, I love you. My best friend, we can have awkward silences. Why am I saying awkward? They're not even awkward. We can just have silences and they're not awkward. There's no weird energy when that happens because we can just sit comfortably in each other's presence. And honestly, if you can't do that, you're probably not best friends because the reason that you feel the need to have to fill that air with some chatter or conversation is because you're not comfortable enough with that person to simply be, to simply exist, coexisting with that person. Like that was the entirety, like that explained my relationships for the longest time until I found the current friendship that I have right now. But that was the case with Bella. And I never really th- I never really saw an issue with this because in my mind I had a friend and that was all that mattered. We could hang out, we could have a fun time, but when it came to actually communicating about things that bothered us or communicating about deep things or feelings that we were going through and things that we were struggling with, that never ever happened and if it did, it would be on my end and it would be shut down or it the way that it would be received just made me feel bad. So That was the extent of our relationship. It never really got farther than just hanging out and having a good time. And honestly, there is nothing wrong with that. Like if you have a friend and you guys can just hang out and have a fun time, that is great. Some people are meant to be friends in that sense. And some people are meant to be friends in the sense that either you're really close or you can talk to them about certain things because you relate about certain things and you just feel heard with them. There's so many different just friends that you can make throughout your life that serve a different kind of friendship purpose which sounds weird but it is the truth like there are some people who I can have great conversations with but never talk about anything else and we just hang out once a month that is fine but there are other people who I'll want to hang out with every single day because I feel no need to be someone that is constantly on all the time and I feel like once you find that you truly have made it in life and if you haven't already do not worry. I thought that I would never find it and here I am. You will find your person even if it takes a really long time. It just takes actually being open to meeting people because for a really long time I wasn't because honestly I was afraid of rejection because all I had done was got rejected. Like for the longest time I was obsessed with being liked. Like I literally had a pathological need for everyone around me to like me and that was just as a result of the friendships that I had in elementary school but now I've gotten to a point in my life where I I know where I stand in all the friendships that I have and they know where they stand with me and I feel like that's very important because when we think about friendships and we think about let's say platonic relationships and romantic relationships I have never had a boyfriend in my life and I will not have a boyfriend in my life okay I'm a proud Muslim <laughs> I have no intention to have a boyfriend but there's such a stigma around friendship breakups that makes me really mad because sometimes you grow out of friendships. Sometimes people grow apart and that is perfectly valid. Sometimes you simply need to stop being friends with someone in order to become the person that you need to be for yourself instead of that person. But because of the way people kind of value friendships over their own relationship with themselves, me being one of those people, 
at the time, not anymore. It's so hard to realize just how important it can be to stop being friends with someone. And if you do realize you need to stop being friends with someone, it's infinitely harder to actually carry that action out. Because it's one thing to break up with a guy, let's say, because you guys just aren't good for each other anymore. You realize that this relationship isn't going to go anywhere and that it's not good for either of you anymore. The same exact realization happens with friendships, but for some reason, it is not even a thought that crosses our mind to actually stop being friends with this person and actually straight up say, hey, we need to stop being friends. And I guess it's the thought that no one really needs to stop being friends. You can just distance yourself and end up not talking to the person and end up just being acquaintances. But at the end of the day, there's just so much negative energy that comes with that. Like no matter what, you're going to see that person and you're going to not have the closure that both of you deserve to have and just think of them as that person that treated you this way or treated you wrong or did you dirty. Like there's just so much history that you're not you're not acknowledging, you're not appreciating, same way as you would appreciate in a romantic relationship because you guys went through things that matter to you. But for some reason in friendships, the same concept isn't considered. And I think it really should be. Like I think there needs to be a fundamental shift in how people consider why they need to be friends with someone. Like I think we need to constantly be questioning our friendships. Consider how you guys interact with each other are you communicating in a healthy way and if you're not communicating in a healthy way how can you work on that if the person that you're trying to communicate with isn't willing to communicate with you that is not your person stop being friends with them or distance yourself from them although i will say trying to actually create a line and actually say like hey i don't want to be friends anymore in whatever way is possible like it can be gentle it doesn't have to be aggressive i think the issue with breaking up with a friend is people think it has to be aggressive it does not have to be aggressive you simply have to say hey I don't feel like this friendship is good for me anymore and not in a like it's not on them I'm not gonna say the cliche like it's not you it's me but sometimes it genuinely is you like I've had times where I just wasn't my best self and I've treated people wrong as a result of that and I can acknowledge that but at the same time I made sure that I just straight up told them like hey I'm not in a good place and I'm not going to be able to focus on this friendship the way I want to and things change I'm still friends with those people now but at the end of the day like friendships are very much what you put into it how much effort are you putting into this friendship are you actually working on talking to that person about things that have bothered you in the past or things that you didn't appreciate them saying or are they doing the same thing in your case are they saying that to you if there's no communication then there's not really a friendship there that's not a re- that's not a relationship and that was the case with me and bella <laughs> after all that ranting <laughs> anyways me and bella it got to a point where this new person was introduced to this friendship and it was me bella and this other person except it got to a point where me and Bella wouldn't talk anymore and it was just her and that other person. I'm going to call that other person Mia. Once again, one of my cat's names. <laughs> Mia and Bella were, they had a lot to talk about. They were very much able to com- like just connect on the animes they were watching and the shows that they liked and the makeup that they were into. I unfortunately could not relate on any of that stuff. They just they had very different interests than I did. And I can appreciate that. Like people, everyone has different relationships. This is why I said like 
people have different purposes when you're friends with them and that's not to say like people are objects and you use them for certain things that is simply to say that I couldn't talk to Bella about the things that she was interested in in a deep and meaningful and detailed way like she could with Mia but I could do that with other people and other people could do that with me and there is a lot of significance that comes from those friendships because you can learn a lot about someone through what their interests are and what they think about certain things and that is the case with everyone, especially when it comes to your best friend. You can actually, you know, bare your soul to them and explain why you feel like this and why you feel like that. But with Bella and Mia, they just clicked. They liked the same things in a way that me and Bella just could never. And the hard part about this is that I realized that me and Bella, we did have that friendship that was just just for having a fun time. We were not going to ever be best friends. We were never going to be the closest people in the world. And that was a really hard thing to grasp. I really had a hard time wrapping my head around that because when I first met her and I was first becoming friends with her, I really got so ahead of myself. And I was like, oh, this is my best friend. We're going to be friends for the rest of our lives. Nothing is going to split us apart. We're going to be great. And kind of realizing that was really hard to just accept because it meant that all the things all the realizations and hardships that I went through before from not having friends it was kind of just happening all over again even if we weren't gonna stop being friends that was what I thought at the time (laughs) but it ended up turning out that we did stop being friends because Bella and Mia got so close to the point where Bella would completely disregard my existence even though we'd sit at lunch together she would never talk to me she would never acknowledge my existence if we were talking it would be because I interacted with her I would have to initiate it and I would say hi how are you how are your classes and we talk about really awkward things no longer able to just communicate as normal people and it was just small talk and I hate small talk and that's kind of where I knew that she didn't want to be my friend anymore but it was really toxic because the way she kind of went about doing that was making me feel like I did something wrong and that I was the reason that we weren't close anymore and the funny part about this is that I did try to communicate with her at one point I literally said like hey I feel like something is weird between us there's this weird vibe like there is just this distance I feel really just far away from me I don't feel like we're close anymore and her reaction was oh really I feel like we're fine I don't see any difference (laughs) yeah that was kind of when my heart broke right there because it made me realize that she wasn't gonna acknowledge my feelings she wasn't going to try to understand where I was coming from and she most certainly was not gonna try to work on actually solving whatever problem that we were having and naturally I felt like crap and that was how I felt for a very long time like breaking up with friends is such a struggle people really don't appreciate it the way they need to and it was even harder because I had nobody to talk to about it I wasn't like a person who was close with anyone else I didn't really have that relationship with my siblings or anyone let alone like my parents because I don't know about you, but my ethnic parents don't even know the meaning of feelings. (laughs) So I felt very isolated and I felt incredibly alone to the point where I never thought I'd ever have a friend again. 
this experience kind of determined how I would look at friendships in the future. And it even kind of determines how I act in the friendships that I currently have because I now have these defense mechanisms every time I kind of see a friendship going downhill or it's kind of going in a place where there's just this uncharted territory and I don't know what's happening and I feel like everything is up in the air and I'm just confused about where I stand in this relationship. I get so scared and nervous. Like, for example, even my best friend right now, like if she doesn't answer for a long time, long time being a day, which isn't even a long time, I get so nervous and I'm like, oh, Maybe she's tired of me. Has she had enough of me yet? Like, is she sick of me? And these are such insecure thoughts, but I still have them. And it's really hard to not have that when a lot of people have kind of proven those thoughts right in the past. Even though, like, I can actually talk about these thoughts, like, plainly with that friend and they will tell me, like, no, that's not the case. You're in your head. You're overreacting and you're overthinking this. But unfortunately, all the experience that I've had have led me to this point where I no longer feel like I'm worthy of friendships or really good relationships or healthy relationships, which is so sad. And I'm realizing now that I am worthy. Everyone is worthy. But it got it took me a really long time to get to this point because I really had to just dig deep within myself and see like, why do I feel like I'm never going to be good enough to be friends with this person? Or why do I feel so afraid to put my heart out there or ask this person to hang out maybe two days in a row because I'll feel like they won't want to hang out with me if it's not in moderation or they'll get too much of me and they won't want to be friends with me anymore. And it's really, it really takes a lot of examination of what exactly has happened in the past to make you feel like this now because in a sense it is a trauma response. You're hardwired to react how you would have reacted in the past or as a result of what happened in the past so you can protect yourself from what's happening right now in the present. And kind of trying to rewire my thoughts now, realizing all these things is really hard and it takes communicating that with my friends, the people that are in my life now and kind of saying like, hey, are we okay? I need reassurance sometimes. Not always, but I do have that insecurity and that is perfectly fine. No one's perfect. We're all working through things. But as long as you can actually communicate that with your friends and you can actually explain what's going on with your feelings and you have friends who will validate those feelings and not only validate but appreciate what you're feeling and actually explain what they're feeling as a result and you guys can have an actual meaningful conversation that comes out of that, it's so important. This brings me to my next point of how you need to start healing from past relationships that have affected you. And I'm firstly going to start off with if you are still in a relationship that is not good for you and you're afraid to leave it because you don't want to be alone or you're scared of the backlash is going to happen as a result of this, whatever it is that you're afraid of, staying with that person is a hundred times worse. The effect that it has on your mental health to stay with a toxic friend is going to affect you so horribly down the road and you're not even going to be aware of it in certain aspects. And right now, it is hurting you. You might not be aware of it, you might be aware of it, but no matter what, the most important thing that you do is get out of that relationship. If a person is narcissistic, if a person does not acknowledge your feelings, if a person simply acts like you do not exist and you're hanging on to that friendship by a thread because you don't know what else to do, I'll give you one better. 
get the hell up out of there. (laughs) It is doing you no good to stay in that relationship, even if you think it's better than being alone. Trust me, it is not better than being alone. The fact that you think so just proves how concerning this toxic friendship is for you because you would rather stay with a person who's negatively impacting your mental health than distance yourself from them and actually allow yourself to heal and be better and actually figure out who the hell you want to be outside of a toxic friendship. There are so many negative things that happen as a result of negative people in your life. And the longer you stay with them, the harder it is going to be to leave. So if I can give you a piece of advice, any piece of advice, get out of that friendship. If that means you have to distance yourself from them, if that means you have to flat out say, I'm not going to be friends with you anymore. Sometimes things can be rekindled. Sometimes it simply takes having a conversation and communicating your needs and expectations about what a friendship is for you to that person. But sometimes that person doesn't react well or that person doesn't want to grow as a person. And if you're friends with someone who isn't constantly trying to grow, you shouldn't be friends with them. And you should always be trying to work on yourself. But it's so much harder to work on yourself when the person that you've been friends with isn't working on themselves. For example, in grade nine, me and Bella had this idea, we had this mindset that, and neither of us was at fault for this. We just, this is how we thought. We thought that going to clubs and participating in school events was cringy as hell. I don't know what it was. I don't know what idea got that in my head, but we just, we echoed our thoughts in that sense. And then when I was in grade 10 and we started drifting and I wanted to start doing these things and I wanted to go to clubs and meet new people and just actually pursue some interest that I had, she would make me feel bad about it. And she stayed in her mindset, this closed mind of, oh, that's hella cringy. You want to be like one of those spirit people who was like rah-rah school? Like, no, that wasn't the case. But I simply wanted to explore different avenues. And she was not open to that because she wanted to stay in the mindset that she had since like grade seven. And I no longer was that person, but it was so hard to accept that instead of just do what I needed to do for myself. But it was so hard to actually acknowledge my own feelings because hers trumped mine. For some reason, I valued her thoughts over mine despite us having very different ones. And that's what happens when you're in a toxic relationship with a person that you are so afraid to lose. I was so scared to stop having her as a friend because I knew that I would have nobody else. But the second I actually stopped being friends with her, I was able to do all the things that I wanted to do. I went to a club. I actually joined so many clubs. I started doing rugby. I met so many people that are still my close friends to this day honestly made my high school life so much better than it was especially when none of that would have been possible had I not actually pursued those things outside of our friendship because for the longest time I thought oh she's not gonna do it I guess I won't do it and now because of the clubs that I've done because of rugby because of all the volunteering that I did I was able to have so many opportunities that I am now currently pursuing as a result. While she stayed with her negative closed mindset and stayed exactly where she was because she refused to grow. This was like such a small thing, but it honestly, it had such a big impact on my life because that one action of me deciding that she was no longer going to determine what I did and what I didn't do got me to where I am today. And 
literally this podcast because when I tell you if I had told her that I started a podcast for second generation immigrant youth and mental health she would have laughed me out of the freaking country no joke because that's how she reacted to a lot of things and that's another thing if you're trying to determine whether or not someone is toxic and you're not sure and you're doubting yourself ask yourself if you were to tell them that you wanted to do something that they didn't agree with or that they didn't see much benefit or value in, how would they react? Would they laugh at you? Would they encourage you knowing that they didn't think it was going to go anywhere? How would they support you in that way or would they not support you at all? My friendships that I have right now are all incredibly supportive of this podcast, despite how weird they might think it is. And you know what? That's completely valid. I still think it's weird too. But I'm still doing it because I see that there is value in it. And I would have loved to have a podcast like this when I was younger. But if I were to tell Bella this, I wouldn't have done it. I would not have done it. And that's not to say that this podcast is amazing. That's not to say that this podcast is helping millions of people. But at least I gave myself the opportunity to try. And if you're in a friendship that doesn't give you the opportunity to try or feel good in trying or feel supported in whatever you do and give you someone to lean on where you're not feeling confident or you're not feeling good enough, then that person is not the person you need to be surrounding yourself with. Another deterrent is how you feel when you're around that person. Do you feel like you can tell them anything? Do you feel like you feel like do you feel like on top of the air when you're with this person or that you just feel a sense of peace? Do you feel calm? Or do you feel anxiety and anxiousness every time you think about them or you're hanging out with them? Do you dread the days coming up to hang out with them? Do you get excited when you're about to hang out with them? Think about the last time you were going to hang out with this person or think about if you're going to hang out with them in the future, in the near future. How are, your, how are you feeling? How does your body react to that person? Do you open up to them? Are you okay with fully allowing yourself to be who you are and say whatever you're going to say instead of constantly being afraid to say that joke you were going to say or that reference you were going to make? Like how you react as a result of being around these people determines whether or not they're good for you and whether or not they're going to ruin you because I have been ruined by people in the past and it took me a really long time to stop allowing them to affect and control my life. Anyways, I think if you've clicked on this episode, you know if a person is toxic for you or not and it's usually really obvious. Well, actually really obvious is an overstatement. It's not really obvious but you do there is a feeling that you get when someone just isn't right for you and this doesn't have to be someone that you just met this can be someone you've been friends with for years maybe since you were a kid maybe you have a foundation but it's not strong enough to carry you on for the rest of your friendship because you're just at different points in your life or maybe you're completely different people or they're toxic as hell and there is no place for them in your life There's no time limit on how long you have to have been friends with someone for you to cut them out of your life. It could be two days, it could be two years, it could be two decades, it does not freaking matter. All that matters is how you're feeling in the present moment and whether or not that person is good or not. If you can say with certainty that this person is my friend or this person is my best friend and here are the reasons why and it's because they make you feel happy because they make you feel heard because you feel safe with them 
then you're on a good track. That person, that friendship is worth saving. Even if you have problems, even if something's happened and has made you feel bad, they're probably not aware of it. But there are still steps you can take to actually improve that situation and still become and be best friends. But with toxic people, that's not the case. It's not going to get anywhere except for make you go down a really bad rabbit hole of feeling like crap and like you aren't valuable outside of that friendship. Anyways, to move on, I kind of want to tell you how you can kind of heal and move on after you've established that this person is no longer for you. And the first step is kind of learning to reestablish whatever worth you have outside of that person. Because now that you're no longer valuing yourself based on what you can do for that person or how good you can be to them or how close you guys are, you can finally start looking at yourself and ask those same questions in terms of how you're feeling about you. Because there's no one you should be closer to than yourself. I do things alone all the time, but I would never have been able to do that had I not liked myself as a person. (laughs) If you don't like yourself, that's okay. We'll work on it. If you're insecure, if you don't like your personality, It's probably because the personality you have is the personality you cultivated and created, manufactured for a person who is no longer good for you. And that, you know what? That's perfectly fine. I've done it. We've all done it in the past. But that doesn't mean it's going to stay your personality. You have to establish what you actually like as a person, what your fundamental values are that you are not willing to part with or compromise for another person. Because if you do that, you're just going to end up resenting them and not respecting yourself. If you have no respect for your yourself you should not be friends with anyone because you're going to get yourself hurt you are going to be abused by other people and you are just going to be taken advantage of and that is not something that anyone deserves but a lot of people go through as a result of wanting friends so bad again I was one of those people but that doesn't mean that you should continue to be the next and pretty much final thing that I will say in terms of this is If you are going through a friendship breakup, or if you do have a toxic friend, or if you have no friends, you are valid. It doesn't matter which one of these circumstances you're in, your experience is valid, and it is so tough to be going through what you're going through. But just know that no matter what happens, you will find your person. If not right now, then in the future. There is hope, but you cannot do that. Unless you've taken yourself out of the bad situations that you're in, or if you have no friends, then actually putting yourself out there. If you actually open yourself to the possibility that, hey, I will find a friend, I'm going to have a person that I can call my person, that I can trust, that I can feel safe around, that I can do things with, whether or not we love it. We can communicate with each other, we can have boundaries, we can be healthy. The only way you do that is to allow your personality to actually show, like, Don't put up a mask and act like this person who has no feelings or act like this person who likes all the things that the person you're talking to likes, even if you don't like it. Acknowledge your interests. Acknowledge the fact that you might not like something, but you can appreciate that that person likes it without having to compromise whatever feelings that you have. At the end of the day, it's really just seeing yourself as worthy of love and you are You're worthy of having an amazing friendship, of having someone you can speak all your fears to, all the things you're excited about, all the things that you see as beautiful in life and vice versa. You deserve that. You are going to be okay. You will find your people. You're not going to be alone for the rest of your life. You're not going to be a cat lady in your 80s unless you want to be. But 
anyways thank you so so much for listening i hope this episode helped you i hope this episode made you feel a little less alone in the fact that friendship breakups happen friendship breakups are necessary and that is perfectly okay despite how hard and heartbreaking it can be in the moment you'll be okay if you would consider leaving a review i would totally appreciate it but that is completely up to you i won't put a gun to your head but thank you i hope you have an amazing day and i hope that you manage to figure out whatever it is that you're feeling and act on it and hopefully get out of any bad situation that you're currently in